Hey everyone, my name is Matt. I'm the Youth and Family Pastor at Cornerstone Church in Marshfield. I'm here today with the Cornerstone Connection, a daily devotional. Well, I want to invite you to turn with me to the book of 2 Chronicles today. And we're going to be in 2 Chronicles chapter 11. And if you've been tracking along in our Bible reading plan, uh, you know at this point, King Solomon has died. And uh, the, uh, the throne has been assumed by Rehoboam. Now in chapter 10, there's a bit of a revolt against Rehoboam, but as we get into chapter 11, he is beginning to secure his kingdom. And uh, I'm just going to read four verses from 2 Chronicles 11, and I believe what we read in those four verses really uh, points us to a difference maker in life, uh, and a positive difference maker. And, you know, I, I'm a sports fan, and so whether I'm watching football or basketball or baseball, or whatever you might be watching. Uh, there's sometimes players on a team that are just purely difference makers. Them being out there on the field, on the court, um, on the baseball diamond, their presence and their play and their leadership just makes a difference. Well, for us, uh, in life, there are certain things that we can include in our lives that are just sheer difference makers. And I believe we see this today in Rehoboam's life. And we're going to allow the Apostle James to drive home what uh, is exemplified in Rehoboam's life for you and for me. So here we go. Second Chronicles 11, starting in verse 1. It says, When Rehoboam came to Jerusalem, he assembled the house of Judah and Benjamin, 180,000 chosen warriors to fight against Israel to restore the kingdom to Rehoboam. So, Rehoboam is ready to, he's ready to go to battle. He's assembling people to go out and fight. Verse 2. But the word of the Lord came to Shemaiah, the man of God. Say to Rehoboam, the son of Solomon, king of Judah, and to all Israel and Judah and Benjamin, Thus says the Lord, you shall not go up or fight against your relatives. Return every man to his home, for this thing is from me. So they listened to the word of the Lord, and they returned, and they did not go against Jeroboam. So, I bet you could probably pick it out in this story, but when I ask you the question, in just those four verses, what was the difference maker for Rehoboam? Uh, what would lead to his success? Yeah, of course, he had the man of God, Shemaiah, come and speak to him and tell him a word directly from the Lord, but there's something within Rehoboam uh, that he needs to have in order to, to not just hear what Shemaiah has to say, but also receive it and apply it. And that key element, that difference maker, is humility, right? Rehoboam has his, own, his whole plan. He's got it all mapped out. He's got all these people recruited and aligned for battle. And, and all of a sudden, Shemaiah comes and says, no, 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 don't do this. The Lord says to, to go home because this is his battle to fight and he will take care of it. And, and, and it could be, Rehoboam could be tempted to just go, well, so what? I've got everybody ready to go and we're going to go fight and we're going to take care of this thing. Thank you, Lord, but no thanks. But fortunately, in Rehoboam's heart, there is a humility. There's this difference maker of humility to receive what Shemaiah has to say and to apply it and to listen to the word of the Lord. It reminds me again, as I mentioned, of what the Apostle James says in chapter 4 of his letter. In James 4, starting in verse 13, and, and this is where we can really take some application. 
It says, Come now, you who say, Today or tomorrow we will go into such and such a town, and we will spend a year there, and we will trade and make profit. Yet you do not know what tomorrow will bring. What is your life? For you are a mist that appears for a little time and then vanishes. Instead, here's our application. You ought to say, and this is really what Rehoboam's heart was saying. If the Lord wills, we will live and do this or that. If the Lord wills, we will live and do this or that. What a statement of humility. And I need to confess, friends, uh, far too many times, <laughs> I make Matthew's plans. I, I, I am the one who is calling the shots. And not enough times am I like what James uh, says I should be in, in going into these plans. It's not wrong to make plans, but to have that little caveat at the beginning, if the Lord wills, that statement of humility that, God, this is, this is what I think I need to do, this is what I would like to do, but... It's about your will and not my will. It's the difference maker of humility. So friends, let me encourage you, take from the example of Rehoboam, take from the teaching of James, and as you seek to make plans, whether it's this holiday season or a year from now or 10 years from now, lay it at the Lord's feet in humility. Apply that difference maker of humility in your life and say, if the Lord wills. We will live and do this or that. And if he does not will, we will not do this or that. It's his will and not my will for his glory and for the good of others. Friends, have a great day and we'll see you next time on the Cornerstone Connection.